In the Newsroom is a production in partnership with Studio Stillwater. Every week, journalists from the Stillwater News Press invite listeners to join us in the newsroom and hear the story behind the stories. Hello and welcome to In the Newsroom. I am Bo Simmons, editor of the Stillwater News Press, joined today by city editor Michelle Charles. Hello. Sorry, I was checking She's the levels. checking the levels. I was. I have yeah, so many responsibilities right. right now. Slash, yeah, slash producer. Yes. Slash all other kinds of things. And reporter Ashland Huffman. Hello. Who almost gave away the Stillwater movie coming right out of the theater. In our, Ashland, we just we can't take you anywhere, can we? When did I do Don't that? Think, as soon as you walked out. How? <laughs> right? No, no, she's like one big spoiler alert. Yeah, like, <laughs> did that woman we'll just not start, watch it? We'll just start. We'll just start the uh, laying down beeps if we do any spoilers. Okay, because we did. There we go. Right? I thought that lady watched it though. So we, I'm sure she has, and, or they've seen probably some kind of. I didn't tell anybody what happened. Or whatever. So sh- should we go ahead and issue an official slight spoiler alert? No, I no, I don't. I don't think so because I don't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to try and spoil anything other than to maybe talk about general tones of the film and. It was very good. Right. You know. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Honestly, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, we should yeah. say the reason we're talking about it is because we got a we got an early screening, which is yeah only available to media in different places and you know they wanted us to have a sense of it so we could write about it we have several articles coming up but also michelle since you are our official interviewer of the stars what can i say (laughs) you did nail down the interview with the director tom mccarthy yes yes i did i spoke to him yesterday i didn't get a chance to actually I only had 10 minutes and he was running behind. These things are highly structured. And we had a technical issue with me logging on to Zoom. So I kind of fell out of line and then they had to come back to me. So I had to kind of sit in the queue for about 20 minutes before he could come on and talk to me. So we didn't get to have like a big free ranging conversation, but he was very pleasant. He had a great time in Stillwater. And uh, he's, he's, of course, a very practiced interview. I had a list of questions, things I wanted to cover. And, you know, he would start rolling. I asked one question and then he would go ahead and answer two or three of them that I hadn't even asked yet in the first answer. So that's nice, though. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Like, I don't think they've done a lot of junkets or whatever, just because, you know, of the pandemic. But right. he, he's definitely done a few pressers, I would imagine. He's talked to probably a lot of reporters by now. Oh, sure. So, I mean, about so he this probably, movie in it. Yeah, he, so he, he probably does have something ready to go usually when, you know, and just answering general questions. But, but yeah, he did his homework, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did. That was the interesting thing about it because, I mean, I think a lot of times people who come here from other places, you know, the complaint is that there are stereotypes, that they're just peddling stereotypes. And he told me that he approaches his work very much like a journalist in that he wants to go to the place he wants to see what's going on there so he actually came to Stillwater Oklahoma and uh, you know stayed it sounded like he stayed maybe at the Atherton Hotel at OSU because he said he stayed on campus and he spent a lot of time on the OSU campus was very impressed with the campus the beauty of it 
So good job, OSU. Good job landscaping. And um, he, you know, just kind of hung out in local places, heard some red dirt music for the first time, uh, went to local restaurants, met local people. That's uh, part of how he kind of honed in on the specifics of one of his main characters, the, the man who's supposed to be from Stillwater. And uh, then that's how he honed in on like what his job was going to be and what type of guy he was going to be. And uh, it was kind of funny because, you know, I've seen some interview or not some interviews, but some um, articles where people are kind of like parsing the movie. They're analyzing it. They're looking at it as, you know, I mean, I think we've said this before, like sort of an allegory for how, you know, or, you know, how the U.S., interacts with other nations and things like that that that, that's even probably a deeper take than i think the first gut reactions to the trailer were oh absolutely because they thought it was going to be some political you know or something where yes you're either taking shots at a conservative in oklahoma or and I, you know something along those lines, and I saw people from sort of both sides of that spectrum being like, "Oh, look at that guy in the ball cap and shades or whatever. That's a guy I've seen at every Trump rally. I'm not watching this movie." And then, sure. and then, and then other folks, other folks who think, "Oh, they're just going to make fun of us." It, exactly. But, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought like, it was yeah. just going to be hokey and you know make fun of Oklahoma, pretty much. You know, I worried a little bit, but you know, Tom McCarthy came down and he spent time. Yeah. with guys like this guy they were writing about. And he said that his writing partners were actually French because I asked about, you know, the reaction of, you know, like this guy, you know, being presented as sort of like a um, a prototypical American. And, uh, you know, and, and kind of what other people might think is wrong with America, maybe, to a certain extent. And his first comment was that um, his writing partners were French guys and they thought he was really cool. <laughs> they, so, just the, the Bill Baker, the character, Bill Baker, like the a character. Cool guy to them. Yes, okay. yes, they yeah. they liked him a lot, and he said that you know um, Tom McCarthy, who who wrote the movie and then also directed it, uh, specifically wanted Bill Baker to be a roughneck because he views that as a fascinating sort of um, subculture with its own. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is just its own culture. I mean, you know, you've got these guys who work hard and they're traveling from place to place and it's just a certain kind of lifestyle. And it's something that you don't find everywhere. And, it, and it's sometimes, especially now, something where the work isn't always there, right? And I, there's yeah, the struggles. Yeah, they, they showed him, I think, yeah. When, the, when oil is high, everybody's pumping and those exactly. guys have plenty of jobs, plenty of job sites and... Because so when we open on him, he's actually doing construction work for tornado cleanup, which, so it's like, that's why I think he gets called a construction worker in some reviews. In some reviews, he's like an oil field worker. And exactly. he's kind of both, right? I mean, he's yeah. kind of all these things. Yeah. It's like he's a roughneck by trade and he's filling yeah. in the gaps right. with construction work when, you know, when oil is down and the jobs go away, you know, because we've all seen the boom and bust. But it's a good template. It's it a is. good template for an Oklahoma blue collar worker. No, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was an interesting interview. It was, uh, and he was very nice. And I mean, and this guy is such, I mean, I was very impressed when I started looking into the film and the pedigree of the people who are making the film 
just because, I mean, Tom McCarthy is, you know, a, a very successful filmmaker. Yeah. I mean, he was nominated for an Academy Award for writing the movie Up, which oh, so many people love that movie. Uh, you know, he received an Academy Award for Best Director for Spotlight and was nominated for, or I think vice versa. I can't remember now. Sorry. They're both so good. But um, nominated for both director and screenplay for Spotlight and one for one of them. I can't remember which one off the top of my head at the moment. So he's done very, very well for himself. But there are certain elements to his movies. When I was doing research... Uh, what, there was a website that just kind of was talking about his career and listing his films and everything. And it said, what is he known for? And it was uh, low-key films about disparate people who form sort of families. And I didn't get to ask him mm. about the idea of connection in family. But when I started thinking about it, I mean, a lot of his films that I've seen anyway do have that idea of people who are not related to each other who who come together and bond. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like a theme that he specifically feels drawn to explore or if it's just a very human theme and something that's naturally going to work its way into most almost anything that has a dramatic aspect. Wow, that that is definitely worth exploring. It worth is. Looking back over his work probably to to see how he's gone about that. Ashlyn, what are your thoughts? I want to get your thoughts on the film first. Honestly, I mean, I had a little bit of bias going in there. I was like, I probably won't like this movie, but I really genuinely liked it. I thought it was going to make fun of Oklahoma, and I was already annoyed by that. And so, but no, it was really good. I actually enjoyed it. What's your, do you typically watch dramas? I know you said Spotlight is your favorite movie. So would would you have seen this, would you have seen this movie if it was called Tuscaloosa? <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably and it, not. And it took place in Alabama. <laughs> no, and right. you know the other reason I wanted to watch it is I thought it was going to be kind of like had to deal with Amanda Knox and being you know falsely accused and right. something like that. So I also thought it was that aspect which drew me in, and you know, but I was pleasantly surprised. It was actually a really good movie. Okay, so so did you go in expecting a thriller? Yes, more okay. of that, more that's, of a chase. See, that's and the other part of this that and, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if you know, like a lot of trailers make it seem like I think more of a thriller than what it yeah. probably is. Yeah, I thought it was more of that, but yeah. it was actually, it, yeah, it wasn't a thriller, but it was good. And you know, I'm not someone that likes to even sit around and watch movies, and I stayed awake the entire time. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Horrible habit of just falling asleep during movies. But. Three stars from Ashlyn. She yeah, stayed away. Yes, most of the conflict is internal in this film. It's yeah. very character driven. Yeah. Which I like that. I do. I mean, it's not taken. It's not, right. you know, I mean, I remember talking to my daughter before I went to this screening. And, you know, she was jokingly kind of coming up with questions that I should ask the director when I get to interview him. And, you know, she was coming up with these incredibly dumb questions like I should ask about wh whether Bill Baker's character and Liam Neeson, like who would win in a fight? Who would, you know, rescue their daughter faster? Uh, it Liam was sort Neeson. Of, well, it, but it was that I, but it was playing on that idea, right? Yeah, that it's like a, yeah. another version of Taken. Yeah. And this is very, very different. It's more of a drama, really, with some some kind of uh, suspenseful elements and a little bit of a mystery thrown in there. Right. It's a slow burn mystery. It is. Yeah, but... Really, you're exploring, yeah. But really, you're exploring characters, absolutely, and and the settings. You know, the, there in France is a very big part of of what the movie is. But 
I feel like it so, really uh, takes you yeah. through his journey, the main character. It really right. takes you from point one to point two to point yeah. three to the end, you know, which is nice. It doesn't skip any parts. I felt like that too. I mean, Bo, you know, he, he made the comment that he could very much see like three acts mm-hmm. in the movie, three separate acts. Yeah. And a lot of this is Bill Baker's journey. And, um, you know, which it's a little bit challenging. And I think it would have been a challenging role for Matt Damon because it's not a show. He's not a showy guy. He's kind of stoic. He's written that way. Actually, that was something Tom McCarthy said. I mean, the idea of Stillwater, he, he really picked the city kind of at random. Uh, he was thinking about the daughter's character. And he was thinking about, I mean, he said he started thinking about this movie like 10 years ago. And, you know, when he, as he was hearing the Amanda Knox story, and it was inspired by that. But he was thinking, okay, this is, a, this is a young woman. She's probably the first person in her family to go to college. She's from somewhere in the middle of the country. And he started looking at a map. And he's sitting in an office in New York City looking at a map. And he looks at the center of the country. And he goes, Oklahoma. And then he looks at the map a little closer and he sees Stillwater. And he thought, hmm, I wonder about that. Because he just kind of liked the, you know, sound of it. And then started looking into it some more. But he also did like the idea of, I wasn't completely off base about the idea of still waters running deep or whatever, that old saying. Uh, he, he liked the idea of still water, like its relationship to Bill Baker's character as being this very stoic guy who's kind of tough to read. Right. So, yeah. It sort of just so sounds it worked poetic. on many levels. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I thought that was, uh, you know, so there was kind of a deeper meaning to it as well. But he said then he realized that, you know, it's got a university here and there are all these things and, he, and, and all of it just worked for his story. And then he came here and started, you know, studying it and started looking at Oklahoma and, uh, and, and really felt like this was where he wanted to, you know, ground these characters. Because although most of the movie doesn't take place here, you certainly see some local locations and it is where these characters are from. It's like what they're grounded in. And then they're kind of thrown into this uh, foreign landscape for sort of a fish out of water experience. Right. Like he's, he talks about, uh, you know, he's a, he's a cowboy fan. He talks about Oklahoma State football. Um, you see, like, you can see he's staying up l- late at night watching the little girl's iPad so he can watch the game in real time, you know, kind of thing. Like, so yeah, you get a little bit of that, which, which is good. I thought all those touches really sort of give you, you know, a, a better feel, you know, it feels more sincere. So I, it's like they, they, it's almost painstaking. I think the way they tried to make him, you know, the, the character that people will, believe in you know believe that he's this guy from this place i i felt like they did a good job making him a real person yes uh not not a stereotype right not a caricature not just like a a bubba or whatever somebody from the coast might think someone who lives here would be like but you know he said he wanted a certain kind of guy a guy who's you know got some baggage and you know he's he's living with some demons let's face it and so, uh, yeah, one of the things that I would want people to look at and something that jumped out to me, I, I didn't get to ask about this either. And I kind of wanted to is I sort of followed, um, yeah, Bill Baker's evolution as a character based on like what he was eating. Right. While, while, while he was there, because you get a sense that, uh, that 
he had made the trip many times before. I think you even see him like stamping a passport or, or a log yeah, or something like they that. They knew his right. name at the hotel yeah. and stuff like that. But yes. yeah, he, but he was still getting like American takeout, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's still stopping yeah. at Subway on right. the way back to the hotel, you know, and carting it in. So I think it, I, I think you, you definitely see a little bit of an evolution there as well. And I think it is, again, those little touches. Though His wardrobe changes a bit. Just little things about yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, it's anyway. It won't be a film for everyone, but if, if you expect some kind of white knuckle action thing, you're not. It's not that. It's definitely. No. But if you are into character driven dramas, yeah, <laughs> it really is more of a drama than like yeah. an action movie. Yeah, but a good and if film. nothing else, yeah. just yeah, it, it's definitely worth watching. And I think you know, even local people who might not love that genre will probably enjoy trying to pick out locations that they yeah. recognize or things that they can, uh, you know, tie back to here. I mean, that's what Chase did throughout the movie. Our intern, he <laughs> picked out everything. He's like, Oh my God, I know where that's at. And I was like, really? There well, yeah, you go. Chase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He probably grew up closer to some of the locations where they actually filmed than you know, cause not a lot of things were shot in Stillwater. So, yeah. yeah, a lot, a lot of more things in like Logan County, right? Uh, than, right, yeah, right. Than, Down than around Coil, yeah. they they did quite a bit in Coil. Uh, the tornado scenes were shot yeah. down there. That was a big thing. I, I remember that Coil. I felt bad, so bad for Coil because I mean they had a bunch of these little kind of dilapidated houses, and the film company basically said your town looks like it was hit by a tornado or like it was been partially destroyed already. Why don't you let us come knock some walls down and we'll pretend a tornado came through here. Uh, it was probably an opportunity to clean up some properties that needed to be and to bring in some revenue for the city. So I'm sure it was a little bit of a win-win. But um, yeah, that's what that's what they did. And that's just down the road. So yeah, that yeah. initial cleanup scene. And for all we know, the, the, the folks in Coil acted like it was a good experience. Yeah, I don't like think they felt offended. It didn't offended. inconvenience them really. Yeah. I mean, if you've got, I, I mean, we all know that a lot of small towns have fallen on you know, hard times and, you know, the, the new highway passes you buy and things get tough. And yeah, so you've got these dilapidated structures. So it probably did work out well for them and for the film. But um, yeah, so Stillwater, we're going to be writing about it quite a bit and people should definitely check it out. And it opens Friday the 30th. Okay. And then. Um, we'll probably talk a little bit next week. Uh, you'll get a chance to hopefully interview Matt Damon, hopefully. And we'll, if we haven't completely screwed up your production here, then maybe you'll be able to play some of those interviews. <laughs> hopefully so, so. This whole thing has just been teasing the next podcast, I think, which is, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It'll be good. Yeah. I look forward I, we're, to that. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to be able to do a, um, a special edition that will have both the interview with Tom McCarthy, the writer and director of the film, and I'm supposed to talk to Matt Damon uh, next week. So hopefully we'll have an interview with Matt Damon as well. And I'm super excited about that. Okay. All We're right. We're probably going to wrap it up. All, all I yeah. had was, you know, Stillwater's heading back to school and guess what? COVID's rising. They're trying to mitigate it. They would probably like an executive order. Probably not going to get it. And the same thing, we'll, you know, meet back in two weeks to see where things are kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, there's that story like will be in this weekend's paper. About, yeah. You know, the, school board, the school board meeting. There's nothing like trying to fight a virus with one hand tied behind your back. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> Audible sigh. Yeah, heavy yeah. sigh. We'll come back to that. All right. All right. Thank you for joining us in the newsroom. Thank you for joining us in the newsroom. Look for Studio Stillwater wherever you find your podcasts. Find archived episodes on stwnewspress.com. Hello. Okay. I am like way high. I think I'm. I think I'm stressing about whether this is working or not. I'm starting to sweat. Wait. How do I know if I'm going to be too loud? We don't. You're gonna be okay because your levels your levels are all right. What's just my mouth breathe. Oh my god! Just turn your head. You know. <sighs> Start mouth breathing like SpongeBob. You know. It could happen, but hopefully Chris can fix it all. Hello and welcome to Studio Stillwater. I'm Bo Simmons, editor of the Stillwater News Press. See, this is weird. I'm like barely hearing you. Now we can barely hear me, huh? Now I can barely hear you. Don't check one, one, two, one. Essentially, last couple days. Oh, wait, now I can hear you better. Now I can hear no, you better. Again? Yeah. Now I think you're good. Okay. Let's start again. Wait. Start do you want to check me? Am I good? I, I can. You okay. sound good. So I think I think we're good to go. Chris is going to listen to this and laugh his ass off. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> we we missed you, Chris. <laughs> anyway. All let's right. Start again. Hello and welcome to <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing? What's What's wrong with you? I was laughing You're just to la- the side, so he didn't get in the mic. <laughs> so I was picturing him listening. This to is it. the official gag reel. <laughs> like, no joke. Right. All right.